we are here today with, to me, the star of the newest season. Oh. Um, I think it was Misha. I think it was um, Agnes. You think so? Yeah. I think Carmine was my favorite of the the new the new season. Thanks, man. I think Mission Three was Carmine's time to shine. Oh but, shit! Uh, Thanks, man. If you don't know, that's that's the voice of Jake. Hey, Jake, how's it going, buddy? Hey, Chris. I'm tired. How yeah. Are you? Yeah. I'm tired too. Yeah. It's been a. It's that like whirlwind of we couldn't hang out with a lot of people. Because of holidays, and now, like yep. last night, we were out till like nine o'clock with one of Ricky's friends' parents going to Dave and Buster's and right. stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, I'm not used to that. Yeah, this is my, um, I don't know. It's a busy week. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I'm everybody's back to work. Everybody's yeah. Seahawks play today. They do. Got if they, what's how, how does that work? If they win, who else has to lose for them to oh, get a seed? I honestly don't know because it it seems like it changes like hourly, but yeah. it changes pretty much daily so if we need to win today right. against the cardinals and then i think it's the packers need to lose against the bears which uh, i mean it's not gonna that's, happen that's it's tough aaron Rodgers owns chicago even yeah. though he's not on the team anymore it's like i yeah. don't know if they can get over that yeah it's true <laughs> um and i think one more team needs to i think there's one more win loss situation that needs to happen gotcha yeah well there you go yeah but it's I'd, gonna be over. It's you know, it's the last yeah last week. Then I have to wait like nine months. I'm gonna get the U, the UFL coming soon. Oh, I'm stoked about those games are really fun to go to, but I I never keep up with. Yeah, them. me either. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like if it's not if I'm not going to the game, I don't care. Yeah, and I got my money back, yeah. so it's like whatever. Do so. you remember that it was the last one that you and I went to together, and the cameraman like zoomed in on this. The kid must have been like 19, and the kid the kid looked the cameraman in the face, and then just gave him the fucking double birds. <laughs> yes. And the cameraman looked so fucking mad. He just like <laughs> super dejected, walked to the other side of the field. Yeah, that's 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 the XFL. Yeah, that's that fucking awesome. My favorite thing about it was they uh, the the Sea Dragons had this animatronic dragon head that they would put onto the fans. Oh, yes. But oh, it was like run yes. on a computer on Windows oh, 98, so it like God. stuttered and yes. glitched. Like it was all pixelated. It's and like it was a just... TikTok filter that turns your face into a <laughs> yes. dragon that spits fire that when you spits open your mouth. Fire, but there's there's 60 people <laughs> yeah. on camera because it's a fucking jumbotron, and, and they're running on like eight gigs of RAM. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> so it just like stutters. Like, ah, 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 ah. Oh, oh god, was it was the best. Oh, yeah. God. So uh, RIPC dragons. Yeah. Until. What? What's the are, are they getting absorbed into the USFL? No, so the, they they are one of the teams who's not. So essentially, all the teams that aren't on the East Coast are staying like Dude, US. They, 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 like they did four of the XFL and like four of the UFL or U whatever USFL, the, um, the AFL, I think? whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, for what I understand, the XFL, everybody trained in Houston. And right. then they flew yeah. out to the games. Yeah. So you're flying two teams out to Seattle. That's a huge expense. Yeah, totally. So I get it. Like that's a like you're so we're such an outlier that it's like whatever. Right. At least we got a season. We didn't get a season last time. Well, I, and I'm sure this is only going to last a season. So yeah, I mean, obviously, like logistically, I don't know, but I wonder why they can't just have the team at stay in Seattle. I'm assuming we probably rent. You have to rent a football field. You have to do some other thing, right? So that's an I mean, added expense. They could, there's. You could literally rent it from Stadium High School. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. there's there's fields, but yeah. but then you know they're a major league football. They're league. semi-professional. So do you think they should be practicing on a high school? No. They well, where are. do the Rainiers practice? That's I truly don't know. I think they just practice at Cheney Field, Cheney Stadium. 
Oh, and then the Sea Dragons were playing at the Clink, so they can't just practice yeah. there. No, they, yeah. It's not like they can use like the VMAC right. or the Seahawks. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could. It's just going to rent it out a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I'm sure they want to keep it all in house and yeah. it helps yeah. control costs. So, whatever. Whatever. I don't at really least care. there is a competing. Le- I'm all about competition. At least right. it's not the NFL's monopoly. Right. Like, I know they're obviously going to win, but. Yeah, I mean, they got... At, at least there is another option if you hate the NFL, which a lot of people do. I don't like the NFL. Yeah, like a lot of people are like, I love football. I'll fucking never support the NFL, which I completely understand. So at least they have an option. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like college football. I think that's where my... I like that stuff True. more. Yeah. Uh, I think the skill gap is funnier to me where it's like, Crazy. you could just watch like two dudes just dismantle Dominant. an entire team. And then they get to the NFL and it's like... That's, they're, they're mediocre. That's the crazy the thing about college ball for me is like on the best teams like Alabama, isn't it like, well, nine of these kids are getting drafted oh, and yeah. then the other guys are selling car insurance? Pretty much, yeah. Like oh, They're riding off what I was on Alabama oh, getting whatever response. Yeah. Wild. I'm just happy the kids can make money off their yeah, likeness totally. now. That, I mean, seeing um, Michael Penix's face yeah. everywhere on TV, I'm like, good for you, kid. Yeah, like, exactly. good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if he's going to get fucking snubbed for the Heisman, at least he can fucking make a shitload of money before he gets into the league. Right. Yeah. Hopefully he'll do something good in the league. I don't know. So, mm, you know, I'm, I hope all of those kids do. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you can devote that much time and effort into something. That's the, my least favorite thing about football is watching like a really successful college athlete get into the league and they just shit the bed or it's like they're not ready for it or they fucking snap their ankle. Like or, a Tim Tebow. Dude, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but hey, we're here to talk about Carmine, not college football. Yeah, I was going to keep going. Yeah. Good <laughs> idea. Good idea. So, um, yeah, I think for me, I think Carmine was the, like, to me, it was the coolest aspect of Mission 3 was that you came in and we purposely made him so that he was not part of Delta Green, that he was an outlier right. and that he was, um, for the most part, like operating by himself for a handful of episodes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you, you shined wonderfully in those moments. Oh. I want to, I, I, the most praise I've gotten was for you. I oh, just wow. want to let you know that. Jeez. So thank you. Um, but yeah, no pressure. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but you just you did great, and I'm Thanks. I'm very I was it was awesome to watch you embody that and um, grow with the character, and then yeah, I just thought it was really cool to see how he handled things and internalized things, um, which is a lot different than what how Duffy handled things, right? And the what I <clears throat> that's the crazy thing about today is, I mean, to just pull back the curtain a little bit, it's been <clears throat> yeah, it's been. Like six weeks yeah, maybe, just about. since yeah. we wrapped that up. Yeah. So I've been thinking a lot and I didn't know what, where I wanted to go until I was like taking a shower this morning. <laughs> like I, something came to me this morning. So that's great. Hopefully. And I mean, you always throw me a wild curveball. So <laughs> who knows what's going to happen, but I'm very excited. No. Yeah. So I think, uh, well, let's hop into it. We, when we kind of last left Carmine, um, he was, you know, back at the sheriff's office, the the Grays Harbor Sheriff's Office. Right. He'd gotten a visit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they you know, they left the card. They pieced out. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Carmine do? Does is this an experience that Carmine just wants to keep as one thing? Is he content with? I know he's not content with where life has brought him, but seeing that there is this other weirder side out there, does that kind of humble him in a sense? Like. How does he react with the knowledge that he's gotten and the offer that he's been given? I think it – excuse me. I think it takes a while for him to kind of um, 
reckon with everything that he dealt with. Oh, I'm sure. But I think ultimately he ends up um, because he was raised as like a Roman Catholic. Yeah. Uh, I think he ultimately like rediscovers his faith. Oh, nice. Through all this, I think he starts to like go back to the church and maybe like help out at the church. And then like, I don't know. I, I truly don't know how it works, but like, I kind of see him trying to like get involved in like the priesthood or like to even take it a step further. <clears throat> Living in New York since he, I mean, he's seen the craziest of the crazy, right? Like it's, it's just the most dense city in America. I think. The rats alone are. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> the <exactly>. worldly. <laughs> Eldritch Horror themself. Um, and so this, I think he's like, I, it is another <clears throat> crazy experience. I don't, I can't explain what happened. I don't know. But I do know that other things are out there that we don't know about, that we can't see. And like, I, in his mind, he's like, I, in my whole childhood was raised to fight against those and repent for that like ultimate sin i mm -hmm. guess that's how catholicism works um so i think he like is i don't want to go like full-on like exorcist right like um like uh what are those guys called who perform an exorcist Priests. That's, yeah, pre pre yeah, yeah. Priests. they don't have a crazy title um <laughs> but yeah i think he's like i think in his like heart of hearts he's like well i know like my God is real because I've seen all of this crazy other stuff that is ungodly. Right. Right. Like I know that there's another side. So I'm, I'm going to now go devote my life to combating that through religion. I think he keeps the card. I don't necessarily think he goes and seeks out therapy. I mm. think his, I think he seeks that therapy out through religion. Now, okay. what Delta Green wants to do with that? Well, I mean, if they yeah. call, if he calls, if he calls them, then they'll they'll do it. Though. But if he doesn't reach out, then they're not going to bug right. him. But they might is, keep tabs on him. He but. is very vocal about like, well, yeah, I, I mean, I know, I personally, I've had experiences that are out of this world, and I can only attribute them to blah 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 blah. Right. And so I like, I don't think he shies away from it. It's interesting you bring that up because when I worked at. Uh, one of the first like big jobs I had was running a warehouse and um, we hired a guy, one of the nicest guys in the world. Like he was the hardest worker, one of the hardest workers I've ever met, like super humble, like really nice guy. Mm -hmm. And he was really, really religious. Mm -hmm. And this was during the days when I, uh, I wasn't shy about my disdain for religion. Right. Um, right. Like obviously the older I've gotten, I've gotten more reserved. Sure. Um, and like, I don't need, everybody doesn't need to know that I don't believe in God. Exactly. Um, but I remember I, I made some kind of offhanded comment to him because he was like talking about his God. Like he was talking about, mm -hmm. oh, some sort of religious thing. I'm like, hey, you believe in that shit? Like, right. all right, man, cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, don't take me wrong. You're still a good dude. But yeah, he's like, well, if you've seen the stuff I've seen, you would believe too. And I was like, okay. I mean, Jeez. but yeah, it was just, he, he's just like, yeah. He's like, I could tell you some stories that are terrifying. I'm like, I don't think you can, but okay. Right, yeah. Like, but it, it kind of reminds me of that with Carmine. Like, I remember like the seriousness in this guy's voice, yeah, telling me that like you know he's seen demons and stuff like that right. was like, you know, it because I know you and I respect you. Like, there's part of me that semi believes it, and then there's the other part of me. It's like, nah, man, right. you just you are attributing whatever you can. But who knows? Maybe he did see fucking demons. I don't fucking know. And that's but. the thing is like I have like um, you know. Uh, 
pseudo friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Right. Who we were like in the same circle. It's, you know, I would never call this person like a liar, but I, I wouldn't say that they were my, our friend, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew them Acquaintance. pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but everybody, like there was just a story that had gone around and like everybody kind of knew that like so-and-so's, um, someone like close to them, what they went through like a, like a demonic possession wow. period. And like, up like an actual close friend of mine was like, oh yeah, I was not involved in that, but I was like around when that was going on and I saw what was happening and that's what I would call it too. Hmm. And like, you know, I don't fucking know. I think people, especially people who are brought up to be ultra religious their whole life, I think mentally can snap at some point and you know, who fucking knows? Our brains are super powerful. Right. Right. Um, but I also know that I believe in like ghosts and I believe in a lot of paranormal shit that, you know, I, it would be stupid of me to be like, yeah, that shit isn't real. It doesn't exist. Right. Because, I mean, I believe in a lot of other stuff. Right. Exactly. Along the same page. Yeah. No, I, I don't agree with you. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, who's to say that demonic, demonic possession isn't like some weird spirit that took a hold of somebody and just Shh. fuck it with, but I don't fucking know. So I think Carmine's yeah. like, listen, I know what I saw and, whether you believe me or not. And then I think, you know, person to person, he can probably chalk it up to like, well, the demons I'm talking about is alcoholism or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? But in, like he knows that he's not crazy, that yeah. he didn't walk into a basement that night. He knows that in the thing in that jar wasn't an octopus. Right. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, yeah. How does he handle the basement? Does he go down there? Do you think? Oh, fuck. That's a really good question. Does he go, like, ever, like, just randomly, like, go open the door and, like, see what's on the other side? No, I think once he, um, it's, because it's, in his mind, it's like that temptation. Mm. Once he knows that that door's closed, he doesn't go back down there to look for it. Okay. Because he's like, the second I want it to be there, it's going to be there, and that's ungodly. Okay. Right? No, like, that's, that is yeah. against my faith. Like, so he just he if if someone's like, Hey Carmine, can you go down to the basement? He like makes an excuse. Gotcha. Or he like has someone else like yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, because I I wasn't thinking of that till just now. I was like, Oh yeah, that all went down like where he's there every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about that. Either. Every day he's gotta like mm-hmm. think of it down yeah. there. Every fucking day. And every day he looks at like the new the new uh person at the desk. Yeah, the new Cheryl. Yeah, and he's just like I don't know. Yeah. You just like can't really trust him. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, and that's probably any new person at like the police station, especially after everything that went down. That, that, yeah, it's just like every new person that he encounters, he's just like wary. Do you think he tells his coworkers? Like, does he tell? I'm assuming he probably does he say anything to his father-in-law and his coworkers, or does he just like keep everything shut? Because like Cheryl doesn't come back to work, so there's probably like an excuse there, like she left. Or do you tell them what you saw with her, or do you just kind of? I. I think he tells Jerome that Cheryl was involved in the church and okay, and got us all and tricked all of us. Okay. Um, but I don't think he says anything about what actually happened. Gotcha. That makes sense. He thinks that they would call him like crazy or something. Yeah, he's got to work with them every day. Yeah, like that's yeah. just a headache. Yeah, and it seems like cops are very like. Like Buster Balls, like yeah, but that guy's crazy. He yeah, says exactly. He saw whatever. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. no, one hundred percent. So, 
Um, okay, well, let's get into the actual home activity that you want to do with Carmine. And this is what I haven't checked on yet. So we got fulfill responsibilities. That's where you're going to focus on your family, uh, day-to-day obligations, stuff like that. There's back to nature, where you basically spend some time in seclusion and minimizing stress distractions. Um, just kind of like go out to by yourself. There's you can establish a new bond. Uh, obviously, you try to create a new bond with somebody. Uh, go to therapy. That's where you talk about your issues. So that could either be like we could, in this sense, maybe like a Catholic confession. If that's what he wanted to do, mm. that could be a sense of uh, therapy for him. I okay. think that would make sense. Okay. Uh, you can improve a skill or a stat. You can do personal motivations, uh, special training. You could stay on the case uh, or study the unnatural. What do you think he would do? I kind of want to say he would make a bond with the church. Okay. Um, like, I think he would make a bond with, like, the higher-up organization, like, at the local Catholic church. Yeah, yeah, whatever that would be. The Grace know. Harbor Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they have, like, a hierarchy. Oh, of course they do. Like yeah. A, you got your cardinals, and the, I don't know if cardinals the are there, but, uh, yeah, they got all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he, I think that, I think I want him to establish a bond with them. Okay. Yeah. Let's say his name is Father... I automatically want to go Irish, and that seems pretty prejudiced of me, so I don't want to do that. It's a Roman Catholic church. So, okay. Let's say Father, um, last name will be Butler. Father Butler. Father Butler. Let's do it. All right. So you are going to attempt to create a new bond. This means that the character group developing into an essential, important part of your life. Attempt a charisma times five test. So let's go there. So what's your charisma score? My charisma is my lowest. It's nine, so it's going to be 45. Okay. Use my giant dice. Ooh, double O five. Nice. Nice. There Fuck you go. That. So you create um, you create a new bond with them and it's equal to half your agent's charisma, charisma score rounded up. Okay. So, uh, unfortunately, devoting so much attention to the new bond reduces the value of one other bond. Uh, by one d four points. So, who do you think he would lose a, a bond with? You know, so my other bonds are my wife and child, my mother, which is a separate one, so not oh. my whole family together. Yeah. And then I think those are going to be really important because his mom is super Catholic, obviously. Okay. And then his wife, like going to church, I think is just going to involve his wife and kid. Yeah, you know. She'll so see I, the change in you and probably be happier bringing you closer together. Right. Yeah. The only other bond I have is his referee partner, Dimitri. Well, that makes sense because you're going to church more. And you I, might not be available as much to do the ref. The I missed refereeing. that game that night. Yeah. And then starting that night, I got a little flakier. Yeah. Shit. So it's one. I'm sorry. One D four. Uh, if you grab the box over there, there should be D four. That's the only one I did grab. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Make it a one. Two. Okay. Not the worst. No, no, not at all. And so I think, yeah, I think that makes sense that the more he's trying to yep. find himself in this mm-hmm. world and the more he's devoting this, um, probably for his sanity and his sake, that maybe he just, he's not yeah. there as, you know, oh, hey, I can't do Wednesday games or Tuesday games anymore. Mm-hmm. I got mass at night or I'm helping out at the church that day. I can't do it. Or maybe this, the church has a, a sports rec league. A rec league. That's yep. exactly what Maybe I was that's thinking. what Carmine's working mm-hmm. on. He's working on setting up a rec league through there. Exactly. And he's like, listen, I, I know I got this responsibility, but I'm trying to set up the other league at the church. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. That's awesome. So. <laughs> Dude. 
uh, these characters feel too real. They do. It really does. Um, <sighs> yeah, I like that. I like that as it's a nice ending for Carmine. Like, there's no, he's not getting deeper into Delta Green. Mm-hmm. He's not going to destroy his life. And he does know about it. So I right. do think if anything would ever happen, he would still be there as a friendly. And I think they're there. They'll definitely like keep an eye on him to make sure. I mean, because the, exactly. the, they don't know what's going on with the church. So if anything pops up, exactly. I'm sure he'd be the first to call that number and let him know. Like, I'm not getting involved, but here's what we here's something going on. Right. And he's just not the type of guy where uh, if he's going to try to keep a cool head where he's not going to just go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. If he finds out all this shit actually exists, he's not going to be like, I need to know more. Like, right. I feel like uh, Agent Essex right, very probably much. would have that desire. I think he's like, you know, this is life. It's crazy. It's over now. I can move on. You know, we right. can just get past it. Right. Yeah. No, and I love that. Duffy would just ignore and act like it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to kind of talk like the next phase after the home scene. Um, what was it like, like in your mind, how did you prepare playing as Duffy versus playing as Carmine. I know one was within Delta Green, one wasn't. Was it harder to play like Carmine in the sense of like you had to pretend that you didn't know all this crazy shit was happening versus like Duffy, it was easier for you to justify knowing all this weird shit or how did that work for you? I think our group especially is very good at not using meta knowledge yeah against the dm and especially like seeing all of the effort that you put into these like that's another thing is like i'm not a huge fan of um like homebrews mm-hmm. i i really like sticking to the book um but like these have been so much fun and like i never know what you're going to throw at us that like it just doesn't really even help to use meta knowledge and it would just kind of suck cuz you like do such good prep. You well, know what I'm you. saying? <laughs> um, so I, yeah, it was difficult being around the other three agents because, and like no fault to them. Like it's a confusing situation, but right. they would say things to me like, Oh fuck. I didn't remember that you weren't in the room for that or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But like that happens. So in that very minor aspect, it was tougher, but it was, it was pretty similar. I mean, this kind of sucks. Like Carmine and Duffy are kind of like, they're pretty similar characters, okay. which I kind of want to get away from. But Carmine was a little bit more rough uh, around the edges where I could just kind of be a dick. And Duffy is a little bit more charismatic where I have to like figure out how, oops, sorry. <laughs> I have to figure out how like charismatic people act. Cause I'm not that way. Right. So I don't know. They both have their pros and their cons and their, their challenges. Um, but I think I do like playing Duffy more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I, like I said, I thought you did great with Carmine. I really love that outsider aspect of it. I thought that was a really was cool awesome. was aspect of the, the, I think that really made mission three feel different from the other two. Yeah. Was like, there was that tension within the group of like okay are they actually going to tell him all this shit uh, how much are they going to try to hide from him right. like how much are they going to respect that aspect of once he's in like it's over and he's going to see shit that he can't see exactly because when we had that idea i was like oh three sessions in they're going to try to get him into delta green yeah. like immediately they're going to try to rope him in and then as we were going through it and no one had said anything i was like okay i guess they're going to try to hide it from me the entire time Right. And then in like the last episode, Cody or Drano just like spilled everything. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it was it was very wild. I didn't know where the other agents or where the other players were gonna go with it. I thought right. for sure that I was gonna get like brought in in like a couple episodes. That makes sense. Yeah, it was very much. Yeah, I, I didn't know what they were gonna do either. We never. I didn't really talk with them. I just yeah. kind of left it up to them of what they thought their characters exactly uh, best way to go about it would be because it's not. I, mean, I don't want to put any ideas in anybody's heads. I wanted to feel natural and organic, and and that's why it was so fun. Is like you and I had the idea, and then we never talked to anybody about it. Right? Like we didn't say shit to the other players. Like nope. once it happened, it just happened. So yeah. they kind of had to figure it out for themselves. Unless they listened to the episode where, like the you know the character creation episode where we talked about it, right? Which I don't think they do. Uh, I think Tyler probably oh, listened oh, yeah, to after Tyler the does. fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. That was a blast. I think that was one of our best ideas. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, I loved. I I like I said. I love the way it played out. Yeah. Um, and I love the openness of open. Or I'm sorry, of Delta Green, basically making a game like you don't have to know any of this exists. Right. You can just be four cops that deal with this, mm-hmm. and then Delta Green later comes to you. You can just be like four Joe Schmoes off the street, four mailmen who get confronted by this. Right. Horror. And then now all of a sudden Delta Green has an interest in you. Like you don't. No, I'm 100%. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I love about it. I like I've been toying around with some other ideas for like, uh, I don't know if they one shots or whatnot. And I had this really like really fucked up idea and I'm trying to work on it more. Um, but I don't know if it'd be for the podcast or just a home game. I need to trouble. I, I was thinking about doing it as a shotgun scenario. Mm. Um, but I need to figure out more of it. Like I need to flesh it out more. But yeah, it's, I just love. The it's nothing like we did here. It would right. be completely way different, much more like, um, like I want to say cerebral, but it'd be much more like a, in a fucked up sense of like people losing their minds oh, and nice. stuff like okay. that versus yeah, yeah, just yeah. like seeing something terrifying. Right. Right. It'd be more like uh like questioning and and that kind of sense. So right. Um. But yeah, no, I I really I think Delta Green is a, a fantastic game. It's, yeah, I'm in love. I'm with glad it. we picked it. It was very much funny to me. It was you know here I thought we were going to be doing like Blades in the Dark or something. As soon as we did this, it was like we're going to do that. That's the funnest. Even like the other game, like um, there's a, a Warlock game I run and a home game. Uh, not everybody can make it to the session, and a couple of the guys listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, if you guys want, I'll run you through like Last Things Last. Right. And so I ran them through right. Last Things Last. And one of the guys reached out. He's like, I'm going to be in, he lives in Arizona. Uh, and he's just like, hey, apparently, in, and he's going to be in town in February. And they want to get together and do like an in-session Delta Green game and like actually like sit down and play everybody in the same room. Yes. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm more than happy to do that. Let's do it. <laughs> I've so. pitched like D&D and Pathfinder and like those crunchy tactics games to like, you know, everybody I love mm-hmm. in life and nobody's ever bitten. And every single person I've like talked to Delta Green with is like, that sounds fucking cool. Yeah. I want to play that. I really want to get our buddy Rick to play. Like, I think that would be something he would really enjoy. I think Rick would fucking love it, especially yeah. if it's like one night. Right. If it's like we just make a character in 30 minutes, then we play for two hours. Like, and it's just easy. There's like, it's a lot easier than 5e and like exactly. all these other systems. Yep. Everything's there. You yeah. just roll dice. And two- th- even they have time, you don't have to roll if you got a high enough score. Exactly. Yeah. It's 2d10. You don't have to go out and buy like a fucking full set of yeah. like dice X dice for that's just like 13 bucks now. Yeah, like, yeah man. Ugh, yeah. It's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, it's, uh, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. The, the simpleness of the system. Yep. So, it's so elegant. It really is. Um, is there anything that you wish you would have done differently across the three missions? Like, Either with Duffy oh. or Carmine, looking back on it all, um, 
Like I know you like I, I really enjoy the choices that you've made with the characters kind of in the home scenes and like, you know, um I, I think it's kinda of interesting, like as we talk like the end of Duffy where mm-hmm. he started to get that help and right. now we see Carmine trying to get the help. It makes sense you saying they really are similar. Yeah. It just dawned in my head, I was like, Oh yeah, like they're even their endings are pretty similar. Right. Yeah. And one believes birds are real, one doesn't, but yeah. yeah, I I wanted to really lean into like Duffy losing it. And then I had nothing in mind for Carmine. I just, I kind of wanted to like let the Jenga tower fall, however it did. Um, I don't really think that I would have done anything differently. I kind of love how both of them played out. I think I would have leaned into Duffy's craziness more than I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was tough. I mean, we, the infrequent see of what we record it's tough yeah, to remember the hop true. back into that true so. i mean i played into his alcoholism you did yeah. yeah and they were great i mean the whole part where he like he saw the dark and like just sat in the car and like didn't want to look up like that was great like <sighs> yeah. i love that aspect like that's such a cool cool way for the play it but i do wish that like i and i kind of texted you about this texted the group about this but like i kind of want to i wish i i got him sketchier yeah like i wish i got him a little bit more because like now, another thing I like about Delta Green is like you're not a good guy. No. Like and I think that's where us four especially lose that thread a lot. It's like we're not good people. I would like to get back to like doing like ungood things. Right. I yeah. mean we we all got together playing Pathfinder where exactly. there was a very Hero. stringent alignment system. Exactly. So yeah. and that's just the general basis of like you know 95% of these games is like right. You are the hero. This is your task. Yeah. Go you're a good person. It. You're a hero. Yeah. You're an adventurer. Exactly. People look up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Delta Green, where it's like you're covering shit up and you do it however you fucking can. Yeah. And exactly. There's <laughs> like a big difference between like, oh, I think my character might steal this five gold versus like, I think my character might murder this guy and say it was in the name of like, um, uh, terrorism right you know what i'm saying yeah like, cover it up in the name of the country yeah i mean even extremophilia there's like a whole they talk about it like as one of the things like hey there's a local like skinhead group that you can potentially mm-hmm. pin this on so if you can figure out a way to link these guys to this whole thing do it yeah do it which really cool yeah like, yeah <laughs> it's just yeah it makes me laugh like basically yeah you have to do all this horrible shit and then figure somebody to blame it on yep so yeah, which is like uh, I mean I don't know, but I feel like it's exactly how it works in real life. Yeah, I think so too. So uh, you know, yeah, that's that's the world yeah. we live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm really excited to be able to play with you and Misha's game. Same. Um, yep. We recorded three episodes at this point. Yep. Um, and I it's it feels weird to be playing because I don't get to do it a whole lot, especially like Delta. Right. I've only ever played Delta Green one other time. Right. So this is like you know, but this is trying to get into the the mind of my character. Um, and I feel like he's going to be a real big piece of shit. I've mentioned this on all the other games. You've but. played him pretty cool. I, you've played him like a jerk, but not like a gigantic piece of shit. Yeah. I'm really, yeah, that was my, my line. I wanted to tell was like, I, I'm basing him off of like all the males of the generation before us. So like my dad yeah. and all of that, where it's just like, there's that inherent sexism that comes along with their entitledness. Every time and I don't have that, like, I don't, I don't have that. A bit. Like yeah, that's, that's exactly. not me. Every time but. you ask a character's name and then call him something else, my stomach <laughs> like cramps up just a little bit more. 
Yeah, he's just yeah. I I wanted to make him just like completely oblivious or just like not fucking caring. Like, yeah, he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like it's basically like if you've ever worked a retail job, Chris's character is that guy that you fucking couldn't stand. He wasn't like a terrible customer, but you're like, oh yeah, great. I bet he's kind of like a shitty used car salesman. Is yeah, what I'm kind yeah. of looking at him like. Like <laughs> he'll call you like Champ and Sport yes. and like whatever name he can throw out there. Yeah, but and I, not I, your real name. No. Yeah. But that's really yeah. I'm trying to base him off of that that generation that we grew up with. That like I remember watching yeah. like, I'm like how like how is this. I don't. I'm glad that I didn't pick up these morals along the way, dude. So same. same. <laughs> like, I don't know like what the dividing line is between like like us and them. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, like a switch was flipped where I'm like, I don't. What, how, yeah, how, that shit's how, wild. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Oh well. So, but okay. no, yeah. Um, but it, I've as I've always kind of ended these like one on ones is like I am extremely happy that you're here playing the game with us. Um. Ever since Grantheon the Pantheon oh, and all that shit, I, I knew as soon as you and I met that five E game, I was like, yep. "I'm gonna play with this guy as long as I can if he can if he puts up with my shit." Same, yeah. <laughs> I I had no one to play with. I played in high school, and then I had no one to play with. And then Rick invited me to your game, and I was like, "Fucking finally!" Like, yeah. I if this guy will invite me to his games, I will play for the rest of my fucking yeah. life. I remember like the first shit. time I met you, I was like, I don't know if Jake likes me. Lurk's like, no, that's just Jake. Like he just he takes a little bit to like yeah. get you like get to know him. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. Know. And I was like, fuck, dude. I hope I get invited to one of these games again because it was a fucking blast. Yeah. And then I still remember. Um, can leave the names out of it, <laughs> but someone hearing a sound down the hallway and being like, I'm going to go check that out. And all four of us being like, you shouldn't do that. And then them being like, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> and then them getting attacked down the hallway. And then us being like, we don't know that you're being attacked. <laughs> we don't know. Like, yeah. we're, we just have to stay here. Like, yeah. oh, man. I remember you did like something really cool within the limits of like the 5e system. And then the guy right after he's like, all right. So I'm going to run up this wall, backflip, and, like, shoot two arrows. I'm like, you you can't. You only have, like, 10 feet of movement at this point, dude. Yeah. You can't really. And the athletics check to flip off the wall is going to be your major action to do. Now, as a GM, I'd be like, yeah, man, fucking yeah, let's do fuck it. it. But, well, even in, like, um, Pathfinder 2nd Edition, with that three-action economy, it opens all that shit up. Oh, yeah. Like, any if any time you want to do that shit, like, it's it's pretty much available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. I, I'm, I'm, as much as I'm over power fantasy Pathfinder 2E is a very well put together system. It is a fantastically put together system. Yeah, I'm so. It's just not my wheelhouse anymore. Yeah, so. I feel it. I'm so into it. Like, um, I. It sounds like you'll probably not continue GMing it after Age of Ashes. I mean, I'll if people want to, I will, but I want to take a break from it. Yeah, like totally. <laughs> if Tyler wants to throw because that Malevolence game was yeah. amazing. If Tyler threw a game together, I would hope. Yeah. Would be I'd play with you guys. Okay, yeah, cool, I would totally cool, play. Cool, it's cool, just cool. I uh, like I'm running, running so much Quest of the Frozen Flame right now. Oh, okay. It's like I'm still hitting that point. Like I had a TPK the um, other day. Yeah, the shit that you told me about like, that game, I'm like, I don't want to play that. I don't know how this, uh, how they thought these these fights were going to be good, but yeah, the encounters are the biggest flaw in. I think the, the math. System. Yeah, Some of the, the math, math is just wonky. Like. Up. Yeah, the, the, the bonus that monsters have to saves. And maybe got fixed and remastered. I don't know. I haven't looked right. at any remastered stuff. Right. Because I haven't, until I know all the classes have been remastered, I don't want to fuck with it. Cause exactly. I don't want to do half and half. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to, and if 
you know, like in our Age of Ashes game, like the Gunslinger and Alchemist haven't had anything done, right. but the Champion and the Magus have. That's not fair to the Alchemist and the Gunslinger right. to not have these cool new tools. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather wait till everything I know everything is up to date and then we could do it. But Did I say that they were doing a Starfinder 2E? They are. I mean, that. I really and it's compatible to, with Pathfinder 2E. I really want to dig into. Yeah, I, I would give it a try as long as they fix the, the Starship math. concept. Con- yeah. Starship combat was the thing I hated the most. And then... Yeah, like the energy, yeah, and for, stuff like that. For so. me, it was just like, like, because I, I only listened to it be played. I never played it myself, but yeah. it seemed way crunchier than even I wanted it to be. It was. I think it was really hard to make combat lethal in that sense. Like, unless right. it was like a hazard. Like, it was really hard to have. I, I guess it's the opposite, like Pathfinder Two E, where like every combat in Two E, even if it's like an average fight, feels like it's deadly. Right. Starfinder was the exactly. opposite of that, where it's like unless. You were throwing something like five or six levels ahead of them. There was no way that you were That's really going to like make them feel like sweat and danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to kill characters, but I want there to be a moment where like the fight where it's like yeah. it's tough. Yeah, exactly. But not like, oh, shit, we're going to get wiped kind of thing. Every fight like Pathfinder 2E feels that way at points. Yeah, it definitely does. After like four hours of the same combat. Right. Like, oh, I think we're going to lose this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I do want to close out on this. I want to thank you for y- the years of work that you've put into all this. Well, thank the, you, man. I mean, you and I, I started playing, we were just talking about it. Well, that was, that had to be 2013. Uh, yeah. Cause Rick was still in that sketchy house in, in Tacoma yeah, at the lookout. Like yeah. it was, so that was probably 2013. I'm about that. So like 10 years of work of GMing for me. And it's always been amazing. It's oh, always been you. great. This last run of, uh, like homebrew things have been like the most fun I've had gaming. That's awesome. It's been fantastic. I think what Delta Green is very much, uh, it feeds into my wheelhouse of like my love of horror totally. and playing off of like learning when to like pick up the pace. And yeah, I think my issue is I love slow burn horror. So yeah. I'm very much in that sense of like, everything's good. And then like shit hits the fan and it goes really fast. Right. And I'm trying That's to really work fun. on that where it's like, let's be a little bit more like suspenseful and paced mm. out better. That makes sense. But, uh, because I, yeah, I mean, that's always been my favorite type of movie. It's like, okay, like I'm an hour and a half in. Now I know all the crazy shit's gonna happen, exactly. and I still love that hour and a half. But yeah. like that last half hour makes the movie for me, right? Um, exactly. And so I, I think that's just something I want to work more on pacing wise. Um, but it's also tough because I'm going at the pace with you guys, right? So I'm we're I, slow I, as fuck. Well, not even that. It's just I want it to make sense the pacing that we're doing. Sure. I don't just want like shit to randomly appear and be like, oh, it's here now. Yeah, I'd exactly. rather. There's a good lead that you guys found heading towards it. So, but yeah, it's been amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's thank good to you hear. for all the hard work. I, I'm, I'm very, I will always yeah. put it out there. Appreciate like, it. I, as I've always told you guys, I match the effort that you guys put into a game. So mm-hmm. if I know people like you are going to be playing, then I'm going to put more effort into it. I mean, the fact that you don't listen to episodes as they're released until the whole thing's out, at least for the first oh, yeah. uh, season or two. Yeah. I, don't I thought that was our mission mission or two. That's awesome. Like yeah. that is amazing to me that you put that much dedication into keeping yourself in the dark Dude. about what's going on. So that'd be, it's weird to me. It's like reading the adventure, like as you're right. playing it, like why, if the whole point of it is to not know, like, I'm not going to know. I don't, I don't. Yeah. 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 So no, cool. I think that's great though. I, I, awesome. I think that's awesome. So it's been awesome. Well, I look forward to playing the Misha's game with you. And then uh Same, dude. we'll see what's gonna happen with Traveler and all that crazy shit. So. Oh yeah, that'll be a blast. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that. So yeah. Same uh, here. well I'll catch you later, buddy. Yeah, sick Bye. man. See ya.
Hey, everybody. Uh, it's us here at the Chaos Engine saying hi. What's How's up? Going? Hello. I hope whatever you're doing here today is awesome and fun. Um, we are here to talk to you guys about a, I guess, exciting moment for us as a podcast. We um, want to just preface this by no matter what, we are going to continue doing the podcast yeah. as it is. We're not going to change that. We're not uh, going to stop doing that anytime soon. What? Even want to double down on that. And said, even if this whole thing shit the bed, we would still be gaming the same group, doing this exact same thing, it's, maybe just without a microphone. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, this why changes, don't we tell them what this is? So this changes literally nothing. Um, but we are going to be creating a Patreon. Uh, we want to get some better equipment here. Uh, my mics are good, uh, but they're, they could be better mics. Um, and yeah, we just want to kind of upgrade our equipment. I, I have this idea of trying to get everybody kind of these nice cushion, uh, like... Foam blockers that are on stands that uh, they cost a decent amount of money, yeah. uh, and also you know we want to be it'd be cool if people want to give us money for making this show. Um, but the main reason we're kind of doing it, besides doing getting better equipment, is we've talked about doing a second show here, and really we want to have some sort of monetary monetary reward coming in for us to do that because it takes frankly some of my time to go do that right like oh, yeah. i'm already spending time editing this podcast and to add a second podcast on top of that is going to take away time but i can be spending with my kids and doing other stuff which while i love you people i love my family more <laughs> and uh yeah that's just the truth of it all so that hurts <laughs> yeah i'm sorry but yeah i mean it's kind of like uh we were kind of just doing our stuff and we were like oh kept people kept asking like oh do you have a patreon and we're like no we don't <laughs> yeah. and so it was like yeah it was kind of a one-two punch it sounded yeah. like of like one people were kind of like you know, encouraging us like oh yeah and we're like all right and then we also yeah could use some you know, audio equipment and stuff like there's plenty of improvements we can make so it yeah, kind absolutely. of was a win-win there yeah mm-hmm. and so we sat down we talked about it we figured let's give it a year and once that year's passed we'll kind of evaluate everything and um i'm i think the numbers blew us all away for what we had listen wise yeah. i know we had Jake had an internal standard that he'd set, but I don't know. If I, I'm honestly there. very upset that we didn't hit it. <laughs> but I, unless, so we use Pinecast. I right. don't think that you know, matters at all. But unless they are just completely misreporting <laughs> information, or we are completely reading the information wrong, which, which I wasn't I, first, but I've gotten I've since fixed that. <laughs> well, it's I mean, it's literally is just a number, of right. Like total downloads. So I really don't understand how we could be reading that wrong. But we've we have been very pleasantly surprised in a way that, you know, we would like to capitalize on. It's it's not that this is going to change anything. It's just that if we're doing well, when whatever well means, I want to be doing better. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, doing doing right by the podcast. Like, oh, people are listening. That's awesome yeah. <laughs> and unexpected. I'm so why don't put we more uh, effort in. exactly? Right. Why, why don't we upgrade our equipment a little bit? You know? And we we have you know I could so the the general idea here is we're going to create a Patreon. Uh, link will be in the show note, but it's just going to be patreon.com slash chaos engine podcast. You can go there. Uh, we only have one tier right now, three dollars a month. Uh, I don't want to charge people a ton of money to support this. That seems weird to me. I'm sure you're already supporting other Patreons as well, um, and giving money to other yeah. folks. So if we could get three bucks of your money, that'd be dope. And to sort of stack onto that, this will never be something that anybody has to pay for. This will oh, yeah. always yeah. remain a free podcast. Even if we were to make another show, that would remain a free podcast because all we're doing is. We're just five jabronis 
hanging out. <laughs> so I'm never going to charge for that. Yeah, if, nothing will ever be locked behind this Patreon. Exactly. You're not going to get exclusive episodes here. Yep. Um, everything that we're going to do will be free. It's just to help offset yeah. the time that's going to be put into it yeah. to go that route. Um, we might do other Patreon levels as well. Right now, $3 feels comfortable with us. We might do a higher tier. We might do a lower tier. It just depends on the feedback we get from the community. Yeah. Um, the one thing we do want to mention is that if you do end up donating money to us, we are going to give you a shout out at the end of every episode. Um, sometimes it might just be me. Sometimes we'll be other folks on the, the show here giving that shout out. Um, just, it could be kind of tough with us recording in the past. So we will figure that out and we'll make sure that you are represented there. But weekly, um, if you, if you sign up for Patreon on Sunday night, that might not hit Monday morning, right. but like, well, you will be there weekly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, a big thing for us is just, yeah, getting better equipment. And then we have had this idea of doing a second show. Uh, what we don't know what that's going to be yet, whether it's going to be us just BSing or talking or if it's going to be another tabletop RPG show. That's something that we're still trying to work out. Um, yeah. we don't have the full details on yet, but. We, we like the idea of doing a second one. We all like each other. Um, and so, yeah. Um, and I know, obviously, Misha's running the current game as we speak, and then I'm going to be taking over Traveler on kind of the main show. Mm-hmm. But, but the if Misha show, gets the bug, and exactly. if Misha's like, I got to do this again on a second show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah. Um, we're very excited for this. We we yeah. can't thank everyone enough for listening to us that's listened so far. Um, I have been floored by the amount of listens we've gotten to i think this is probably the most successful podcast i've ever done um kind of by far like we because we did another podcast before this and it was like okay but it wasn't enough to like you know be motivated to keep going because it wasn't yeah. like really growing it plateaued right but this one just keeps going up yeah yeah <laughs> so uh it's a great system i i think a lot of that has to do with delta green and it growing and a lot of people getting into it but yeah um we've also gotten a lot of good feedback on people like us and the group and the way we play mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the goal for me was always to try to put a realistic table out there yeah. i didn't want it to feel super overproduced yeah. and like everybody had to have a character voice and come dressed up as their <laughs> character just like a play like yeah. play have fun Make jokes. Yeah. Like, just, I want it to feel realistic. So. And that being said, that also includes, like, well, yes, you are never going to have to pay to listen to this. And you are also never going to have to sit through an advertisement Mm. or a commercial. You're never going to get, like, a a brought to you by blah, blah, blah. I'm not selling you Manscaped. Yeah, it's not going to happen. (laughs) If it's the front, back, like, mid, it doesn't, it's never going to fucking happen. No, None of us are ever going to sign off on that. You know what? I love me undies. (laughs) So comfortable. uh, I'm wearing my my bird dogs today, so I'm very warm. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't want to try to sell you anything. Like, I I was so weird with that because it's like, I don't use any of that. Like, I have a very... Weird. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my AG1. My bad. My bad. That was a slurp. I have a really weird problem. Like, I don't like wearing brands. Like, I don't like brands on my clothing. Yeah. Like, outwardly noticeable. Like, I have a hard time committing to stuff like that. So I can't do advertisements where, like, I don't know enough about, you know, whatever the fuck, like the toothbrush yeah. company. Like, I don't fucking know these people. They could be yeah. shitty human beings and I'm not going to support them. So I'd rather just not do ads and yeah. just do our thing. And if you guys are willing to help fund that, awesome. If not, Cool. Totally cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is for people it. who want to. If you don't, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah. I also really enjoy the random Instagram messages I get from people that listen that tell me to tell Cody things. What? Like, <laughs> I really like Cody's character. Please tell him that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think so. Um. Yeah. So check out our show notes. They will be the Patreon link will be there. 
Um, and we, again, thank you for all the support you've given us so far. We are, uh, extremely excited for you guys to hear what we got coming. Uh, Misha is cooking up a just delicious pie of awesomeness. And, uh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it though. That was like, I, I was worried that you guys wouldn't enjoy it, but, um, but yeah, it's, it seems uh, intriguing enough to keep playing. Yeah. So I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think every theory we've had has come false oh absolutely 100 so, yeah. we have no fucking yeah, idea what's no going clue. on yeah. <laughs> i love what you where you guys are going with yeah. it i love it yeah. so uh yeah so that's all we really have you have a great rest of your day and uh we'll catch you all on the flip side love you bye, bye. turtle doves